Warning, what you are about to hear are the thoughts of four ordinary dudes with no agenda and absolutely no filter. Please, do not attempt any of this at home, and try not to get butt hurt. Welcome to the Dude to Dude Podcast. Hey guys, it's Jimmy. Hey guys, it's Matt. What's up, it's John. Hey dudes, it's Billy. Uh, This week we are talking alien abductions. Do the thing, John. Aliens. (laughs) Aliens. <laughs> um, oh, that's it. Does, that's it doesn't point. work as much when I've shaved now. Yeah, no, it was definitely, well, at least we got the picture beforehand. At least we got the picture, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would like to start off by saying uh, I thoroughly wanted to believe in alien <laughs> abductions. Wanted? Um, I think we all did. Uh, yeah, I... I don't think I believe anymore, but we'll get into that. Um, I think, John, you're going to take the lead on this one, right? I'm going to try. Okay. Uh, I wasn't an alien over here. I think we've all pretty much fell down the same rabbit hole. Maddie, I'm not so sure about you because we didn't get to discuss it too much beforehand, but Betty and Barney Hill. It and seems it, rather tangible. We're going mean... gonna to start with the OG alien abduction apparently yeah the uh the first and original uh actual abduction uh so do you guys have the information on that oh i've got tons 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 uh and by it's ton- not from wikipedia right uh <laughs> too bad you said that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's actually from wikipedia because that's where i found most of the information believe it or not yeah, at least I read some other shit other than Wikipedia. All right, so you got to fact check them then, Manny. That's how that's gonna work. Right there, you go. I because I know yes, everything in Wikipedia, huge grain of salt, because it's a publicly edited source material. Yeah, I know all that stupid shit. <laughs> so why do you use it? Aliens. <laughs> because it's at least good food for thought. It, yeah, this is. I mean, I'm not. Warning, everybody take this episode with a huge grain of salt. There try, is, try not to get butt hurt. Try not to get butt hurt. There is, in my opinion, there is no actual evidence of actually happening. So try not to get alien probe butt hurt. Yeah. No probe hurts, please. No probe hurt. All right. Do so, it up. so anyway, that being said, these people were supposedly on their way... Um, on a road trip or something they were driving through somewhere in new hampshire somewhere rural new hampshire in uh september mid-september in 1961 now it was about 10 30 at night when betty was you know riding shotgun they had their dog with her little delcy little dachshund not that that matters but Little Delcy the Dachshund. Did yeah, I mean, did you see a picture of Delcy? I, I, there is a picture here actually of them yeah. with their little doggy. Yeah, it's yeah. Delcy's actually pretty damn cute. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Dog aside, so Betty starts seeing uh, what she appeared, what she first shrugged off as like a falling star or a shooting star, or whatever you know, which is usually just a meteorite falling through the atmosphere, burning up real quick. That's what we know it as scientifically today. 1961, they didn't know so much. She said it was a shooting star or whatever. And then the object began to get closer to the Earth and moving more radically around the mountainsides and mountain ranges that they were driving near. See, I have something different. Okay, what do you got? Yeah, that was the same stuff I had, so what do you got? The testimonial that it, from the article that I read said they thought they were being followed by, like, a spotlight. And they stopped the vehicle and got out, and there was a ship hovering over beneath them. They ended up <clears throat> having, like, a paralytic event where they felt paralyzed, woke up two hours later, farther down the road, got out, what the fuck, her dress was all torn up. Oh, see, I, I have even a slightly different story. So it starts off kind of like John's, and then it kind of goes into yours, Maddie, but then there's also the part where uh, where Barney had a gun, and he tried to get the gun but couldn't get the gun, and had to go back to the car, and then got back out, and there was like a whole yeah, see, extra part. Yeah, I had to recount of the gun as well. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, apparently he broke in a binocular strap. Like yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, there's there's a lot more to the little bit of story that I was just starting, but I figure you know might as well see where everyone else is at as far as how far we're getting in the story. Oh oh, we can get deep. Oh, we're gonna get deep. We can get balls deep on this. <laughs> we we can get alien probe deep on this. Um, in there like swimwear. So <laughs> tighter than swimwear, bro. <laughs> so, it, basically, they they together jointly have this story that they get abducted, and they are taken onto the spaceship, and from there, there's some medical procedures done. Uh, they're separated. They come back to Earth. Like you said, they were a couple more miles down the road. Some mm. time had passed, and they really didn't have memories of it at first, and it actually came out later when they did uh, hypnosis. Yep. That's when the memories started really coming out. Um, so let's just let's just go off on the basis that like UFO abductions are real. Um, what people claim is most people claim that they're abducted more than once. Many women talk about implantation or a loss of child due to medical procedures. Uh, most people talk about a loss of time. Uh, sometimes that involves being in a different location than they originally were. Um, most of the time, people are abducted solo, but occasionally <coughs> there are groups of two or three, uh, usually no larger than three. I couldn't actually find anything larger than three. I tried to find like a mass abduction because, you know, how are you going to get 60 people with all the same to story? To corroborate all the same story, yeah. right. Which you can't find. At least I didn't find. Neither did I. Except for that one church that <laughs> off themselves because the aliens were arriving at midnight or whatever. But yeah, that was a whole different thing. Yeah. There was a cult. That's yeah. a cult story. That's yeah. a different <laughs> they, that's a I different mean, but, I mean, technically, that, episode. that involved aliens. and I mean, it wasn't an abduction more so as a willing that. going, but... What song? I don't know the name of it, but I think it was like back in the eighties or something about like don't drink the Kool Aid, and the song. Well, everyone knows not to drink the Kool Aid, Maddie. Yeah, the fruit punch though. <laughs> uh, so oftentimes there's the uh, leftovers, uh, you know, some sort of physical evidence, uh, torn clothes, bruises, needle marks. Uh, some people actually claim to have implants, like put in them. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah, and there's actually like a doctor that specializes in taking out these foreign implants that you know people believe are of alien origins. I watched that same YouTube video. Uh, I watched a bunch <laughs> of stuff, man. Uh, I, that one's actually stored in my head from a documentary I watched years ago. I mean... Otherwise, I'd have had the doctor's name. I don't... Are I don't. there cases of implantation? Like, actually, like, recorded? Or... And technically, if you talk to that doctor, yeah... I mean, there's implantations of things that are just kind of odd. They have their own magnetic fields. They and once taken out of the body, they lose all function. Yeah, exactly. Like once they're pulled out of the body, they no longer have that magnetic field or the electromagnetic ma electromagnetic field. Um, field. Wow, man, my brain today. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you got me talking about aliens, man. Uh, <laughs> So, memory loss seems to be the only constant in every abduction story. And like, oh, God, sorry. I was just going to say, no one really seems to come back and have a full recollection of what happened. Yeah. The only other thing I saw as a constant was, like, a sleep paralytic. Um, Not necessarily sleep, but, like, when it happens, like, they're, they're paralyzed in place. They can't move. They can't really do anything. Snatched out of their bed kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like... Uh, glowing a, a glowing blue light that like makes you feel so peaceful and everything goes black and then they don't know that sounds like DMT I don't even know what that is sounds like a wild ride <laughs> man I don't um, no I mean but you think about it like some of the uh, anesthesias we use today they don't necessarily block the pain they just make you forget you felt it yeah true Yo, so memory loss is common with surgeries and shit even you know Memory loss is common with drinking, for crying out loud. Like, true. I don't remember, remember. Memory loss is just You remember common. that night, bro? 
I mean, it seems like the more episodes we do, the more we realize that human memory is just faulty as all hell. <laughs> yeah. The fragility of the mind. Right. Um, all right. So, now, do you guys know that uh, Betty and Barney's niece is actually the young lady who started MUFON? No. It was their niece, or I thought it was, like, their granddaughter or something like that. I thought it was the niece. Pretty sure it's the niece. Um... But she grew up hearing the story of Betty and Barney and got so involved with it that when she grew into an adult, she actually started MUFON. Are you talking about Angela Hill? I believe so. Granddaughter. It is granddaughter. Granddaughter. That started MUFON? I'm going to look into that further right now. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll figure out who or how exactly she's related. But I just thought it was kind of neat that, you know, a child would become so involved with this. And if it wasn't true, like, would you really let your family grow up believing it so much that they created a career out of it? I mean, that just seems taking a step too far if it wasn't true. Yeah, but then there's, you know, confabulation. They believe it's true, so, like, they're not lying to anybody. I'm seeing here this, yeah, the granddaughter. May, you might be right, might be a niece, because this granddaughter is listed as like an MMA fighter, not uh Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was the niece. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> she's ready for them aliens when they show up. For real. <laughs> That's probably why she became an MMA fighter. Like, oh, fuck that. That, ain't, that shit ain't happened to me like it did the grandma. <laughs> Y'all try to grab me, I'm throwing your ass in an arm bar. <laughs> well, grandpa couldn't even grab the gun, so just saying. See, and that's what I, I find interesting compared to the articles that I was reading about it versus what you guys have. Because there's no mention of a firearm in the articles that I read. What I read, both articles had stated they were coming back from Montreal for a honeymoon. Right. And they were driving through the White Mountains in New Hampshire or something like that. Yeah. But it was, yeah. I mean, it was normal to have a pistol back then. Yeah. Everyone kind of did. Marco. I also heard yeah. that like he waved a wrench. To intimidate the craft or something. Yeah, along those like lines. That, as he first got out, that was the first thing. Yeah, as he he like got out and waved a wrench because he wasn't sure what it was. I don't know. I just feel like that would be wild. Now I'm grabbing the gun off bat if something spotlighting me and following me like okay. that. I'm sorry. Okay, going off the uh, the Wikipedia account. It Get is. off of Wikipedia, John. <laughs> Fuck off. It finds the gun. It, it cites the gun. He had it in his pocket the whole time, apparently. Well, now I don't believe it. It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Let's see, well, let's see. The thing is, a lot of the shit on the Wikipedia thing obviously contradicts itself. Like, he, he walked towards this object after it was... They, they chased this thing down the highway fucking for a little while. It stopped silently and hovered 180 feet away from 100 to, or 80 to 100 feet away from them. He got out of the vehicle to then, you know, inspect. He had his binoculars and the pistol in his pocket. And the binoculars he used to peer at the ship from that distance and observe to see the beings that were not human like looking back. And he recounts hearing, well, thought transference as he cited it as, like, you know, telepathically being told, don't move, stay where you are kind of deal. With that, he freaked out, got back in the car, tried to run, and then that's when the ship basically chased them down, hit it with the light, and then that's when their memory starts getting all fuzzy. They were hearing some beeps and buzzes. Next thing they know, they're walking into this ship i'm i'm just gonna say that if i'm ever alone on highway and i get stopped by a bright light and i hear some telepathic shit in my head i'm gonna run too well yeah and he tried didn't get very far though right shit open i'm yeah i'm pulling that pistol that was in my pocket apparently and just (laughs) until it's empty and then yeah yeah but that was like he was he was quote paralyzed because he couldn't grab it you know what i mean well he was well he could make it back to the truck to drive and run away he was 80 to 100 feet away from this thing 
in the dark. It has bright lights shining at him. How clear yeah, of point, a shot is he going to get? Point at the like, light. Yeah, I'm, I'm at least pop one shot. If I hear a choo and it doesn't hit nothing and shit like it, fine. Yeah, then I'm yeah, looking you hear the choo and I'm, the next thing you hear is the laser powering up. Zap, you're dead. Well, but you don't know it's aliens. You <laughs> just think it's people, right? So you're going to let off a shot, let them know that you have the gun. Like, I hey, think if they would have thought they were people, they wouldn't have taken off like bats out of hell. Well, they... I'm, <laughs> Apparently I'm they up until the that point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right, it's, and he can stare through the binoculars clear enough to see them in the windows. Right, right? well, again... And can't aim his gun at it? Like Bullshit. I said, <laughs> Wikipedia accounts obviously contradict itself quite a bit. Well, that's... So, speaking of contradictions, that's one thing. Over all the years that they talked about this... Betty and Barney never contradicted themselves. Their story was always exactly what they said it was. Right. Never changed, never faltered, and never, you know... The only time stuff got added was after they went through hypnosis. Uh, It wasn't like they just added it randomly. No, it seemed to have unlocked sort of memories. And one of the things that I was reading was Betty recalls telling these beings, you can do whatever you want to our memory, but we will figure out how to remember this one way or another and did she did eventually with the hypnotic therapy and so apparently she was dreaming about it before actually getting hypnotized and then that's what she made some calls to some doctors the doctors were like all right well they got in touch and did the whole hypnotherapy thing with her and barney because they were so interested in the story and yeah that's when the a lot more of the details of the story came out now can you imagine if you know one of us have been abducted and we just don't know because our memory has been altered been it's been wiped yeah wild that'd be nuts yeah hey where'd you get that scar on your leg john <laughs> stop i don't, I I see don't even remember i see your brain going already <laughs> Aliens. Got him. uh now i it's a quote from somebody and i should actually probably look this up but uh, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Uh, now, I personally, I know I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson say it, but I think he quoted somebody else. Um, these are extraordinary claims. Oh, yeah. So you need some pretty extraordinary evidence to bag it up, and nobody has it. I mean, everybody has a cell phone nowadays when's the last time you've seen a ufo video that you thought was actually like real kevin yet. don't don't ask me that question bill because that you know i i'm deep diving on tiktok sometimes and i've seen some shit oh my god <laughs> oh john Oh, John. That's poor, like poor bragging about John. having herpes. I, I am starting to understand why you believe in aliens and conspiracy theories, dude. It's been it's, way too much time media, on the internet. Yeah, it's the media that you take in, man. So you're, you've been propagandized. It's better than Fox News Whoa, and all Did you bullshit. see his face change right there, Jim? When he made the realization, he was like, fuck, I have. <laughs> what the fuck? Welcome to the Twilight Zone, bitches. <laughs> Everyone's propagandized one way or the other, man. Terrible as it is. Um, all right. So, have you guys seen UFOs? Personally, no. no. I haven't. Jimmy? Possibly, but wasn't anything extraordinarily clear? You know what I'm saying? It was too far off to, to fully tell. Well, can you elaborate on that? Well, I mean, um, just watching the stars one night when I was living in Avon, um, you just, you know, looking, watching stars, and you just see something just keep going back and forth, like, Some, so inexplicably, like, a light. I can't even say if it was a light or not. It was, it looked like a star, like it gave off like a similar frequency of light that star starlight does like twinkling but solid but twinkle you, you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah 
No, I I know exactly what you're saying because I've seen something um, similar. To so that. I, you know, I thought at first I thought it could, like when it first started moving, I thought it could possibly be like a satellite or something. But um, it just I don't know, it just seemed to move too erratically to be like a satellite, unless they were searching for something on that satellite at that time. I was so happy to be watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I I get it, man. Um, so when me and Aurelia just went on vacation recently. Uh, we were walking the beach early one morning, and we actually seen something very similar. Uh, it at first looked like, you know, a satellite or a far-off star, uh, and then we noticed that it was moving, and then we noticed that it was moving very funny, and then we noticed that it probably couldn't be a satellite because of the way that it was moving, uh, and then if it's not a satellite, it's definitely not a planet moving like that. And uh, the iPhone actually has uh, a really cool app called, uh, I believe it's Stargazer. I should actually probably look that up before I mention it. All right. Uh, so the app is called Night Sky X. And the way it works is that you, uh, you actually hold your phone up and it like aligns with the stars. And it will tell you exactly what planets you're looking at and what constellations are there and uh, it's kind of like a 3D video where if you move it, it'll move along with you. Uh, really cool app, actually. And what it, uh, when we put it up there, there was nothing that's supposed to be in the sky. I mean, this thing shows satellites, it shows stars, it shows planets, it shows meteorites. Didn't show whatever this thing was that me and my fiance were looking at, though. Hmm. Now, some trippy shit. Yeah. Years ago, I actually was at work one day, and there was an air show going on. Uh, Rochester puts on an air show, uh, Blue Angels. I don't if you guys are familiar. Yeah. And uh, where my work was located, we were actually a fairly good distance away from the air show. Um, but you can still kind of see it. So I'm out smoking a cigarette enjoying my break and I'm kind of watching it and all of a sudden I see this ball of light and it's broad daylight so to see a light bright enough in the sky to notice it caught my attention and it's over towards the airfield and then all of a sudden this ball of light starts doing crazy movements in the sky up down left right forward backward sideways diagonal horizontal cross-angled and it splits into three. Wow. That was kind of, all right, whatever, not a big deal. Then what happened, that's what really convinced me. So there was a flight pattern. Three jets flew. Uh, how do I explain this? Uh, if I'm looking at the light, three, the lights, three jets fly farther away from me than the light is. And they do a pass at probably the same altitude as the light. And nothing really happens. The lights, when the jets get close, do some weird stuff. Nothing crazy. Don't see the jets make a circle, but they must come back around because they come from the same direction. And then they come directly where the lights are. Same altitude, same space, and when they get about, I mean, to me, it looked like a thumb away. Um, I mean, it must have been fairly close. But when they get close to these lights, the lights zoom back together, start to zoom off, and then disappear completely. The jets make their pass again, must come back around, and they do a third pass. And when they do a third pass, they circle the area. <clears throat> I always found found that one kind of odd. That one struck me as like, oh, did I just see a UFO? I wasn't the only person to see this. You know, there were other people out in the parking lot that actually watched it with me. Um, wasn't an abduction, though. UFO sightings are another topic for another day. You got it. Unfortunately. <laughs> no. For now. Yeah, I just... I'm just trying to explain the fact that, like, I want to believe in aliens. I really, really do. Uh, 
to think that we're alone here in the universe is frightening to me, I guess. Um, we're the most intelligent life in the... Honestly, either, That's sad. <laughs> either way you think of it is kind of frightening. Frightening if we're alone being that there is no other life and that's it we're just it or frightening in the fact that they exist out there and the fact that they can come to our planet at a whim whenever the hell they want what other power do they contain yeah but why would why would why would it be any different now than the first time they visited us like why wouldn't they have already blown up our planet if that was the goal well I'm not saying it is it's just it's still you know still a thought that sits in the back of the human psyche the unknown the unknown exactly we fear the unknown so do you think that's what alien abduction is is like the fear of the unknown and people feeding on that could be now Matt I know you said you kind of went into the psychology of it a little bit like what do you got so <clears throat> This this is what made more sense to me. Um, there was a uh, scientist, uh, Elizabeth Slater, who um, did a study where she interviewed nine people. She interviewed nine people that all <clears throat> claimed to have been adopted, abducted. Yeah, words are hard today. They are, man. Words are very hard today. <laughs> um, due to priorly ex- or due to more examination into her subjects, she realized all of them had like uh, tendencies for like paranoid thinking and behavior. So, <clears throat> her study kind of pointed at like the fragility of the human mind, like how it perceives information. You know, like the portions of the brain uh, that our process and the information, how developed those different parts are. And in her study, hers was showing basically the people that had these claims had these other paranoid delusional tendencies while having minor developed um, forms of consciousness, so to speak. So, basically, the nine people that she studied had psychotic tendencies no sorry nine people of who she i misspoke nine nine other people i i forget how many oh that's important how many people did she study did she study 10 or did she she study 100 yeah percentage is gonna be kind of a yeah yeah. nine out of the 10 people sorry okay so 90 percent of the people she studied yeah all of whom were quote-unquote alien abductees yeah all had varying stories so what's up with that one guy yeah what was the um it it didn't go into that it it just went into well so 90 percent of the study that she did but that's one study um shows that people have psychotic tendencies on a small group a fairly small group of people too well that's what i'm kind of like that i don't know if that study is really large enough to i mean she could have specifically chosen 10 people that she thought were a little weird yeah right. you know what i mean it's when you do small studies like that they're really really hard to, to judge properly uh and now was that do you know if that was peer-reviewed do you know if that went anywhere no um a follow-up study by richard mckinley from harvard was done and um his study kind of revered like the opposite out of every 10 people that he would interview you'd get different results you'd interview 10 8 out of 10 would have issues then uh, furthermore into the study another 10 people they wouldn't have any issues so but they were all people with still varying abductee stories gotcha so doing it in a small group based of 10 is like i said it's hard to judge but i wonder what the study would show if you put all of the participants together and what the percentage of uh, psychotic tendencies would be and I find that really kind of messed up to say because I don't want to put it out there that everyone who claims to be alien abducted is psychotic that's, or has psychotic tendencies. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, I am 
curious about what the percentage would be from this study. Uh, that's curious to me. I, I hadn't heard of these, uh, and I'm definitely going to look into them a little more. Now, if you guys knew somebody that said they were abducted by aliens, how would you react? Pixar didn't happen, bro. Right, I need to know. <laughs> I want to know all the fucking details, and then I'm going to be asking them about it quite often because I want to see if them fucking details change. Okay. So, do you think that the the fact that people react the way that you guys just said is the reason that some people don't come forward about their abductions? God damn it, words are really hard, isn't it? Right, I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, so that's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like in the 21st century, people should feel as if they'll be judged. I mean, yeah, gonna, you should come out knowing that there's going to be skeptics, but if you feel in your soul and your gut that that's the truth, then it might as well be the fucking truth. Yeah. But and no, someone it, else has got to know other than you. And I, I am fully willing to hear anyone out who has an experience. Dead serious on that too. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, yeah. Any listener out there, if you've been quote unquote abducted, let us know. Tell us about it. So, <laughs> Maddie, do you have uh, anything else as far as um, the theories on what might cause this another one that i was reading about would be sleep paralysis um anybody that's ever suffered from like night terrors or having just bad nightmares in general or shit even just be woken up abruptly i mean hell uh, i feel like we can all relate to this being woken up abruptly in the middle of the night and you're sitting there trying to look through the dark and you think you see something that kind of thing well Sleep paralysis kind of takes that a step farther in a similar instance, but you feel like you can't move and you feel like you're awake. Your body doesn't know if it's an awake state or a sleep state, so you're physically frozen. So your mind your mind is awake and your body is sleeping, sleeping. still. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and I, I've, I've had it. Suck. I've had it happen. Really? It, it's fucking terrifying, bro. And scientists but. were saying, like, um, with how fragile the mind is, being in long exposed states where the mind is just fucking yeah something going on in your brain and you're exposed to a long state of sleep paralysis that the mind itself will try to repair and heal those traumatized sections whereas like you're forming memories on things so basically it's like a form of ptsd yeah so you could have numerous shit stored in little vaults in your brain that are holding all these little microcapsules of information and you're exposed to something as severe as sleep paralysis little little synapses start going off in the brain so little pockets of information start forming bigger pockets of information and they're thinking that these could be similar instances of that okay i, I could see that um definitely plausible I know that would fucking suck, dude. Because I've woken up and I've seen stuff in my room that like wasn't really there, and woke up swinging. Yeah, sleep paralysis yeah. has been known to cause. I've done um, that. Yeah, I yeah. Sleep paralysis prevents you from swinging, That's so what you're I mean. like, yeah. I've swung on Josh because he came into my room fucking after me watching an alien episode of something, <laughs> and he fucking he came in while I like an hour after I'd already gone to sleep and it was dark as shit. He comes in and I just fucking I. Heard a creak in my floor, sat bolt upright, jumped out of bed, and just swung at the first thing I saw. Um, so for our uh, listeners out there, Josh is Jimmy and John's brother, and also the uh, producer and composer of our intro music. Uh, shout out Joshua Williams, J-Dubs. Thanks, bud. Dubsy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so to, to wake up like that and not be able to swing would be terrifying. Yeah. And your brain can't comprehend, so being exposed to stuff like that, and they're thinking like, um, 
when people say like, oh, we saw like a bright blue eye. Or like bird eye. Fuck. <laughs> Words, man. <laughs> Words. Bright like a bright blue light, it's I don't know. Have you ever I'm trying to think of a way to explain it. Have you ever been like laying there and you're trying to like go to sleep and like you're trying to picture black and it just kinda of, like bleeds together, it fades and like you see I don't know. I've No, I have weird concussion head where like when I go to sleep I go to sleep hard. My concussion has the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm with Bill. I'm I'm out for the count when I go. But to, um, yeah. there's they're they're saying like um that's just like the overloading. That's like you almost going into a shock and passing out, and that's like what you're seeing. You're seeing like the flutter of the light like reflecting through and like leaving your eyes, with your eyes like rolling in the back of your head, and you passing out. What if it's your pineal gland? So the uh, this is a little off topic, but the pineal <clears throat> gland is a gland in your head that is where your third eye would be um, in traditional cultures. Uh, okay. It's right in between your your temples and uh, right where your your forehead, uh, where your nose and your forehead kind of meet. Uh, but what it is is it's a gland inside of your brain that has. Uh, very similar cones to that of the human eye. Um, we aren't really sure what it's for. Uh, we kind of think we know what it's for. Uh, some people say that it's a spiritual thing. Some people say that it's the key to your imagination. Um, it's kind of cool. And what's really cool about it is if you slice it open right down the half, it looks like the Eye of Horus from Egypt, like hmm. almost exactly. So you kind of figure out where the Egyptians got the Eye of Horus or the Eye of Ra, which is the Eye of Horus in the opposite direction. Same thing. Interesting. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, which they also think collaborates to the left side and the right side of the brain, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, but they also were standing like, um, you know, like an event similar like sleep paralysis or like a severe night terror when you're going through something like that and your brain trips out like that basically ground fault gets tripped boom reset those little resets that happen is your brain trying to use pockets of information that is already stored to try to create a rationalization of it so it's taking little synapses of memories you have here and there or something you could have seen you know like and it just kind of like bleeds it together and forms what we believe in abduction you wake up, man, my shirt was torn, my, 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 my fists were red, and like my, my head felt like it had been slammed into something. I don't know if you've ever sustained an injury where you're like, you go into shock like that. I have when I broke my hand, and dude, like, your fucking body will completely shut down. Or flail around. Somebody said they thought I was having a seizure because my body was shaking. So people going through instances like this, seizing up like that, bodily shaking or falling so to speak they would have unexplained tears in clothing marks or injuries implants i i don't know about that one i ain't got a rationalization for that okay so we've rationalized basically the individual experience right yeah like one person having the experience what we haven't rationalized is multiple people having an experience together and that's where i wanted to talk about um the other guy, which I can't remember his name. But Travis I, Walton. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're going to do that when we get back from the break. Hit the pause button, please. Hey, guys. Now, this is normally the part of an episode where you would hear an ad, but we're not going to ask you to go buy a product. Instead, we're going to ask that if you get some value out of this episode, if you laughed, if, you know, any part of it was worthwhile to you, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on your social media. Let people know about us. If you think it'll help, it'll probably help. Travis Walton? Travis Walton. That's his name? That's his name. Hey, That's... look at me with memory. 
Sounds like a guy that'd be teaching a high school history class. So the story with, oh shit, the story with Travis Walton is him and some of his lumberjack buddies. Well, they weren't really buddies, all of them. Well, they were coworkers. They yeah. weren't buddies, guy. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm gonna start off by saying, some of these people really, really didn't get along on the crew. Um, from my understanding, uh, it, like some of these guys actually kind of hated each other, and in particular, one guy and Travis Walton really didn't get along. Uh, but continue. So the fact that their stories corroborated was even a little more... That's why I wanted to say something. Makes it a little more, shall we say, believable, but still, grain of salt, kids. So, like I was saying, him and uh, some of his co-workers, I'll say, were in a truck going, uh, taking a ride, probably in the town for lunch break or whatever, I would assume, uh, somewhere... It's, uh, let's see, it says November 1975, somewhere uh, near Snowflake, Arizona, where they were working as a f- for a forestry company. Um, they then encountered a saucer-shaped object hovering above the ground approximately 110 feet away from them, making a mysterious high-pitched buzz. Now, this is where Walton thought it would be a good idea to leave the truck and go interact with this object. As he approached, he was suddenly struck with a beam of light that appeared from the craft and knocked him unconscious. The other six lumberjack crew guys didn't like the looks of this, so they turned tail and hauled ass, trying to, assumingly going to get help from town or whatever. Now... This is where shit gets strange. Because these guys go back to town to get the authorities to search for this guy. He ends up being missing for five days. And the authorities look at these guys as if they had murdered his ass and left him in the fucking forest. Yeah, and they especially looked at the one guy. Uh, I can't right. remember his now, name. See, I wasn't aware that he had had like, bad blood with any one of these guys. I just know that he was with several other people when this happened Um, and they all recount the same story they all been through a polygraph yeah so they actually uh, as they were going back into town decided that you know they needed to go back and get Travis Uh, so a couple of guys didn't want to go back so they half of the crew stayed behind and actually stayed on the uh, the dirt road well, the other half of the crew went back and looked for him. When they couldn't find him is when they went back into town to, to talk to the cops. Because, I mean, in all seriousness, imagine, you know, we went up on a camping trip. You guys seen me get hit by a beam of light from an alien spacecraft. You're already in the truck, and you were telling my dumbass not to go out in the first place. You all would probably book it, too. Probably. I mean, I, and I, I wouldn't blame you. You get hit with a beam of light and just disappear yeah right like um i bring war of the worlds anybody that's what i think of you hit get hit with a beam of light and you disappear that's exactly what i would think of yeah i wouldn't be surprised if i didn't see your fucking clothes floating down in an ash dust of ash (laughs) so if this story is true i mean i don't blame the guys for booking hauling ass right no and i actually i give them a lot of credit for anyone going back to look for him in the first place Mm -hmm. uh that if this is true had to be terrifying um so, didn't they all take lie detector tests before he they was did. found? They did. They all were submitted to a polygraph test. Travis Walton himself was submitted to a couple polygraph tests. Apparently, one came back. The first one was done by what appears to be a more legitimate guy who said that this guy was basically lying out of his ass. Okay. And he was a master of self-deception. But the further polygraph tests with a different um, issuer, shall we say, I guess, a different guy doing it, uh, he assessed both Travis and the other guys and came back with pretty much, they were all corroborating the same story. Only one of the seven 
total stories was considered inconclusive due to the polygraph. Okay. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, the guy got badass with a beam of light. They go out searching for him. He doesn't recall anything until literally coming to walking back into town as the ship is flying away from over from just overhead of him. Really? So basically it's like they dropped his ass off to let him walk back into town and just there you go, dude. Not my problem anymore. Right. Well, I've heard other accounts where he was he suffered something like I don't know if it was due to the blast of light or he was suffering from a previous ailment or something, but I've heard rumors say that this was like he was abducted, and when he came back, he was healed of whatever. Yeah, his knee or something, ailment. right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I said, I just, I just caught snippets of it. I didn't get to see or dig too far into that portion of it. Well, so this this story now that we're kind of talking about it actually makes me think back to uh, to last week when we were talking about. Uh, Uh, yeah, Danny Filipitas. Yeah, the dude that in his uh, skiing shit. Yeah, yeah, that wound up in California. He was. Uh, he was oh yeah, the unsolved. Yeah, the fucking Canadian skiing in New York that wound up in California days later. Right. Yeah, man. Um, that's yeah. See, that's a weird kind of shit. And especially, he won't talk about it at all. Right, and it's even, that's that's another thing, is like, either A, he won't talk about it because he's full of shit, or B, he won't talk about it because it was such a traumatizing experience that and he'll literally have a freak out if he starts trying to remember it. Or he's worried about how people would look at him. He's a firefighter, you know what I mean? He has a, a career and a family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> people don't... When you say you've seen an alien spacecraft, like when I went back into work that day after seeing that UFO, people looked at me like I was nuts. Right. And I just said I seen one. So, you know, there's always that. You don't know, man. Can't wait to talk about UFO sightings. Because there's some shit. Little I, black dots in the sky? No, okay, no. I'm not saying, like... I know there's a lot of shit to sift through as far as that goes. A lot of shit. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us here have heard shit about when people on the ISS say they see something. They call it Santa Claus. No, I actually haven't heard that. You've never me. heard them? No. There's a couple recordings with between ISS and, you know, Mission Control. Like, oh, yeah, we see Santa Claus or whatever. There is that's, a Santa Claus. Yeah, that's their code word for there's something out there watching us and we don't know what the fuck it is. No, that's their code word for an object they can't identify. Right, that's what could, I'm saying. could be a rock or a piece of ice. I think they'd be able to identify a rock or a piece of ice. Not necessarily if you don't have all the data, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I I think I think we as American people in in this day and age like to put more blame on the government uh than they probably deserve for some things, like their secret code words like this, when we really should be focusing on the the things that the government actually needs. I'm going to leave that at that. <laughs> government. Fuck the government. <laughs> um, I, I just... I... Yeah. Possible. Very possible that we know something out there is watching us. Sure. More than likely, when you're hearing that code word, I'm thinking that it's a piece of ice that is reflecting gamma radiation in an odd way and they're like oh that's unidentifiable it might not even be gamma radiation it's probably just sunlight you, you know what I mean no, no I, I get I, you I, I just think it's something that's actually unidentifiable um, possible sure do I want to believe fuck yeah 
as my logical mind let me believe not really right me i'm always skeptical unless i got i got my own evidence but yeah and like i said earlier Extraordinary claims call for extraordinary evidence. I don't know, man. Aliens. Aliens. Now, I know John wants to get into the whole ancient astronaut, ancient alien theory. Um, there's, there's so much to get into, but again, we have many other episodes we can do on it. We could do a Balls Deep session. No, John, I'm not letting you do a balls deep session on me. Balls deep, Bill. <laughs> Bite the pillow. Uh, it sounds like a movie uh, I don't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, so... <clears throat> if... Totally hypothetically, if you guys were to be abducted by aliens tonight... What would be the one question that you would ask? Why have you not blown us the fuck up? I was going to say, do I have to go back? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> John? Uh, that's a good one. I don't know. I get so many questions come to mind. I, yeah, so many questions coming on. It's hard to pick just one, honestly. I would have to say, though, the top out one would be, um, have you visited before? Okay. All right. Because the answer to that question will answer so many other questions for me, honestly. No, it would just cause more questions, man. Well, it would still like, answer. If you were here, did you do this or did you do that? Well, I, it, like I said, it, it, yes, you're right. It would cause And more they would be like, yes. <laughs> more questions would pop up in its place, but I feel like several other ones would be answered as well. All right. So my question would be, has the human genome or DNA been altered at any point by an extraterrestrial race? That's my question. I want to know where they came from, man. They're, I would, they're the missing link? Dude, that is the question that keeps me up at night. Is like, where did humans actually come from? I feel We've like, had this discussion, too, haven't we? I think so. I'm pretty sure you and I have had a pretty thorough discussion about this before. Me, like, all joking aside... About like being like, why didn't you blow this up? I would ask, why me? I'd want to know why I was so special, and in particular, like, we're gonna pick up this fat motherfucker tonight. Well, it's probably because you'd be drunk on the side of the road, <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, easy target. <laughs> random samples are just that. Random samples. Yeah, but what if it's not random? What if they actually pick Maddie for a reason? Yeah. What if they're like, he has dwarf DNA? We need him. <laughs> That'd be fucking wild. Um, dwarf descendancies. Then, then Male dwarf, check. Yeah. Female dwarf, not checked. <laughs> like, if you get into the... Because we all have beards. The genetics of it and stuff. That's when you start getting into this whole theory of, like, you know, were <coughs> humans altered? Were Nephilim real? Were, you know... I just, is Sasquatch just an off strand of aliens? Got stuck here long ago. Or did they screw up the altering of our DNA? Like, or are we so the aliens and Sasquatch is the last human left? Maybe. Well, did they do the same thing to dolphins? Are dolphins just water humans? Have they done this on this planet before? These are questions that I have. <laughs> so, I... I don't think within our lifetime these questions will really be answered. I don't. Not all of them. Maybe a few. Maybe a few. Um, if we're lucky. Yeah. And if we keep pushing and we keep talking about it. Because if we don't talk about it, nothing gets done. Well, and, and that's the reason I really wanted to push for the subject myself is because it seems to be, especially later and later these last few months and years, that it's more prevalent. 
prevalent of a subject to discuss. Like that's because your YouTube <clears throat> is aligned just for you. But the fuck, I don't. I honestly don't go on YouTube that much. It's oh, the sorry, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, it's, the, it's TikTok. the TikTok. But um, I mean, I see shit other than just on TikTok too. But it's. It, it seems to be a logical question to ask ourselves what's out there. Are we the only ones out there? Because we are getting more and more advanced with our space flight, with our exploration, and being able to see what we can see out there. It'd be interesting to answer these questions. Hell yeah, it would. Now, <clears throat> if we go to Mars and we find out that there's some sort of living organism there are we the alien abductees abductors if we take the organism from its home environment yeah i would say so which we as humans would of course we're stupid we are stupid Lots of movies. Are I don't, I don't know if that's. Idea. I don't know if that's necessarily stupid. But um, no, it's probably no. It's just straight up curiosity. Yeah, we're just curious. Right. Well, curiosity kills the same, cat. Same. Same as. <laughs> well, if anything that's visiting us is probably just curious. You would think that an intelligent being would be curious. Yes, that's that's what you know kind of makes us intelligent is our curiosity. I think. But at the same time, no, because my dog's curious and he's right. Idiot. I was gonna say, there's all kinds of animals that aren't very. Yeah. What if, dude? What if? What if they're not even anything like us? Nothing at all. Not even a physical form. What, what if? It, what if well, they're jelly? That's one of the. See, one of my theories is to, if they are out there, and they are watching us. One of my theories as to why they haven't messed with us to any sort of extent is to clearing us off the planet or genocide or whatever, whatever have you, enslave the race, whatever the fuck anybody could think of about it, is we are of the same genetic descendancy or something like that along the lines, but we are just way further back. Like, So genetically see. we're equal to them? Go Basically, on. they need us for something. We just don't know it yet, or something in that line. But like, like, didn't we discuss? So you're time saying they're travel? yeah, they're less aliens and more just future humans coming back right. to visit us. We had I, th- us. I thought we just we touched on this in a previous episode. The time travel bit was like yeah, they could be us from a far distant future. They may look different because of the way we've evolved in the future. They're just coming back to the past. Again, as I said, it's stated because there's something of us that they need to survive, prolong their Or what if life. Earth is, uh, what if we just evolve differently here on Earth? Right, and they're coming to observe. Who knows? Yeah. And they're like, whoa, we used to be like these dudes? Kind of like we look at monkeys? Right. Apes. Or or, or um, fossils and shit like that. And cave paintings, all of that. Okay. We are just they're just lucky enough to get to us while we're still alive not buried for thousands of years in dirt and mummified and shit like that they get to observe it as it happens I don't think aliens want a thing to do with us man unless we were a seeded project of some sort man that's when you get into the genomes again that's what I'm saying, though, but I'm just saying, like, what if, because you, you brought in, what if we evolved differently here on Earth? Well, what if, you know, they took their fucking seed and they threw it on 200 planets? What and if we they, just evolved differently here on Earth? What if they just did it here on Earth? And that's, that's a way we have different uh, races and then different subspecies of humans and different, you know, dolphins. Well, because, well, I mean... Dolphins. Dude, I'm telling you, dolphins are humans in the water. They're, their brains are wild. They're so intelligent. <laughs> so, they speak. So, I'm aliens. Yeah. You're dolphins. Right. <laughs> dolphins. Mads dwarves. So long and thanks for all the fish. Right. <clears throat> I'm just saying, dolphins have, have it figured out. World ends, dolphins are going to leave the ocean and just fly up into the sky, and we're going to be like, what the fuck's going on? Nah, dude. I'll just look at it and be like, I told you. Told you, dolphins all along. They they live in the water, they breathe air, 
they can jump out of the water. They have all three, bro. They're Land, the, water, air. They're also like one of the only other mammals to recognize themselves in a mirror, too, aren't they? I believe so. Uh, no. No, actually. Self-awareness or something yeah, like they, that. Yeah, it's, it's not because of a mirror, though. It's a different type of uh, self-awareness. Right. Um, it, it's proven that dolphins have feelings. Uh, of all the animals in the human kingdom, Like we, we know for a fact that dolphins truly have feelings. Uh, whales, too. Um, most water mammals, actually, if I, if I remember correctly, uh, are very, very sensitive emotionally. Which is kind of bizarre when you think about it. Oh yeah, um, really makes you think. And if you really look at humans, honestly, you would think. I mean, we're so different than so many other creatures that are terrestrial. You would think that we almost came from water. Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> Another topic. <laughs> yeah. Another day. Well, I mean, if you look at apes and monkeys, though, they're also social creatures and have higher intelligence than other terrestrial ma- animals. And yes, but emotionally they're not as evolved. They they do have emotion, don't get me wrong. They So I, I definitely think I misspoke I, earlier. I literally just read an article, though, where they've actually basically discovered that a population of chimpanzees actually has a language. Really? Yes, that we actually have figured out how to de- start to decipher, basically. That's um, very interesting. And they have, like, something like almost a hundred like words or syllables or you know like yeah whatever makes up their fucking language so it's not and they have the flex the mental flexibility and capability of mixing those words to make different meanings out of them wow what were you saying Maddie? that's mind-blowing so it's not just all right he's gonna fling that poop you had a duck no but it would be like eh, fling the poop bleh, means this and then bleh, fling the poop and eh, means something fucking different it is kind of cool. Um, one means fuck you. Look into that. Fuck your couch. <laughs> one's fuck you, and one's I want to fuck. You like? <laughs> that's fucking wild, though. Like that's crazy. So, I mean, I mean, I can't say that I. Uh, it, it makes sense though, if everything evolves. Well, not even that. I mean, eventually, very clearly, animals have languages of their own. You, ways you, of communication yeah. yeah you put two dogs together and they communicate yeah, I mean, different than two cats which communicate different than two rodents which communicate different from two humans yeah but a, a, a large majority of that is body language whereas well, the no, chimpanzees I, are doing it vocally yeah and, and I'm not saying that's not a, a feat um, I'm right. just saying I don't find it implausible no uh, but it's fucking amazing I, I've always felt like animals can speak we just don't understand them it's like toy story we can teach them sign language you know and now we've actually they made their own fucking language basically yeah well yeah i mean we can for sure teach uh apes and primates uh sign language which is wild and phenomenal so we know that their brain can process thoughts of that Um, wow i wonder what what about humans allows us to vocally emit thought well that's the thing that's why they were like oh my god this is why it's such a big discovery with these chimpanzees is because it's basically we're getting a look at our primitive language and how our language started to form would have evolved wow yeah i'll have to look into that it's pretty wild yeah all right way off topic um, <laughs> way i i think we're good um, you guys want to wrap it up? We're good, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just the tip. Today I want to talk about foreplay. Today I want to talk about dressing up for your partner. Now I know some people in this room with me will appreciate when their partner dresses up for them. Maybe some sort of cosplay. Maybe throw on an alien costume. Maybe throw on a Star Trek costume. Maybe throw on a Princess Leia costume. Fuck yeah. Oh man, <laughs> third kid. Um, no, I, in all seriousness though, uh, don't be afraid to spice up your relationship by dressing up and role playing and having some fun. Uh, it really can be a good time. 
and you can really learn a lot about your partner that way um, you know it's it's okay to be nerdy uh, it's okay to have fun and it's okay to like sex nerdy. aka Billy's got a horny Granger uh, costume in the closet somewhere <laughs> a what? a horny Granger instead of Hormorny Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, I bought my little cute little Ravenclaw little. <laughs> See? Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Come get my elder one. Come here, girl. <laughs> why is it, not, why is it so say. knobby? <laughs> I thought it was longer than that. <laughs> hey, Jeez. girth is still okay. <laughs> one of the relics I mean, of the wizarding to... world, my ass. <laughs> Dude to dude. Keep an open mind. Look up at the sky. Take videos. Wonder what the fuck is out there. For real, man, don't be afraid to expand your mind. Uh, It actually makes for kind of a good time and kind of a good conversation. Uh, Everyone talks about aliens. Have fun with it. Well, that's the end of our episode. Remember, if you guys found some enjoyment out of this, if you got some value, maybe laughed a little bit, go ahead and share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on Facebook. It'll really help us out. And, you know, the more that you guys help us out, the more we can help you out. Remember, this is just a comedy podcast. Try not to get butt hurt. Thank you.